You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. Finnish Football Show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Joined today by Keke. Hi, Keke. Terve, terve. And we're, we're kind of down to our bare bones for this episode. The squad is very depleted. Um, it's just the two of us today, but we wanted to get together. Um, it's been about a month since the last show, so there's there's a few, a few bits and pieces to talk through, and we thought we'd do it with two of us to give you lovely listeners something to from us um and we've got a few other things in mind that'll be coming during this kind of extended close season um we're gonna start by looking at the first few results in the revamped Liga cup that we that we previewed in the last episode and um, then a discussion on what seems to be a bit of an exodus of players from the bakehouse Liga, and uh we'll probably worry ourselves a little bit about whether there's a, a talent drain from the, the finished top flight. Um, we're going to look back at the recent Portugal training camp for the Hukuyat, um and the friendlies that were played there, and then look forward to the slightly more competitive uh, Euro 2024 qualifiers. And we'll finish up looking at the Helmerit, the, the Finnish women's team, um, They've also got some games coming and a little bit of other news around the the women's game as well. But Keke, if you're if you're ready, yeah, I'm ready as I'll ever be, mate. Good stuff. There's the referee's whistle, and we're off with Liga Cup. And there's been I don't know about. Well, let, let's just remind everyone that, that now there's two two groups of. Six teams, the top two from each group will go through to the semi-finals and then the finals. And this all gets played out between late January and uh, and the beginning of April, just before the uh, the Vakehouse Liga starts. And in Group A, uh, we've got Honka, Mariaham, Hoyiko, Lati, uh, Inter and Kotepe. And... What I guess what I've noticed first of all, Keke, in this in this group, I'm not going to go. I could read all the results, but that would be really boring. <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the old Alexander Armstrong voice, um, <laughs> so I I won't I won't do it. But um, most notable in this group was Mariaham, who have played three, they've drawn one and lost two, which is uh, that's not that's not qualification form, is it? No, certainly not. And um, yeah, they've they've uh, they've they've had a bit of trouble. And I mean, yesterday some even even nastier news come out of Mariaham with um, poor old Patrick Brightonen has um, has suffered a, a really nasty injury in the uh, in the game against Interturco. He's um, he's uh, his own sort of posts on social media said that as soon as he as soon as he felt the the knock, he um, he knew it was a bad one, but yeah, it's been confirmed that that's a, an ACL injury that's going to keep him out for some considerable time. 
Yeah, it's I mean, not the um, longest season either, is it? I, I suppose he's got he's got a couple of months before the the Vakas Liga starts, but it's never it's never a good never a good one. No, I mean um, I don't know if you remember, but a, a, a few months ago we we mentioned Patrick because he he'd spoken about you know mental health in football and in sports in general, yes. and um, you know he, as a very young lad he was at, he was at Liverpool. I think he had a spell in Holland as well. Um, Went back to to Finland. He's 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 I think he's employed by Hoyikov, but he's been on loan at EFK Mannerheim, and um, and yeah, he's had he's had a couple of injury setbacks before, and then uh, you know looking forward to playing to plan a solid season, and then he gets hit with this one. So, I mean, um, obviously the the results on the pitch have not been too kind for Mannerheim, but that is a, a really cruel blow for them, and more so to to Patrick. So I just wanted to say. You know, we wish him well, and um, and we we'll look forward to seeing him back. It's going to be a long road to recovery. He knows that himself, but um, but we'll be keeping an eye on him and, and hope he hope we see him back on the pitch. You know, before too long. Yeah, get well, get well soon, Patrick. That's, I guess from from January or beginning of February. You know, maybe maybe the second half of the Vakas Liga season if everything goes to plan. Mm. Um. The the way that the way that things are currently sitting in that group A, I mean, the 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 the, the games are a bit unevenly spread at the moment. You've got two teams that have played three, and the other four have all played one. So Honka sitting at the top with five points out of out of three. Um, that's one win and two draws. I mean, no no one's really running away with it. And I think we've said before we we all view this as a bit of a sort of preseason preparation competition but there's a there's a pot at the end of it to be won um That's it. Hon- honker is sitting at the top with five points but then behind them Hoyiko and inter with three points each from just the one game so they're there's all sort of sitting pretty just behind at the moment yeah. um in group two um there's one extra game been played there um nothing nothing Particularly dramatic to notice, apart from a very important win for Asikor against local rivals uh, VPS. It's good to yeah. start the year as you mean to go on in front of a <laughs> in front of a nice big crowd of four hundred and ninety eight there in the uh, in the bubble Hello. dome, the Wallsport yeah. Arena, um, which which actually <laughs> it's not a bad crowd when you think quite how people are watching. You're literally standing. On the touchline, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I haven't been to these first couple of games yet. Um, I don't love that that experience of watching football. If I'm completely honest, you know, you you can see the quarter of the pitch that's just in front of you, and once it goes further away, you're you're scuppered. A bit like watching <laughs> Sunday Sunday League football over the park, you know. Yeah. Um, but but to have that many people. In there watching that game, you know, albeit for the for the Bokuma derby, it's um, it, it hopefully bodes well for the season. It'd be nice to see some the crowds up throughout the whole season, and certainly above four hundred and ninety eight. But you know, for the for the indoor game, it's uh, it's a good a good start. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, that's um, that's that's not a, that's not a bad crowd, like you say, Mark. You know they. They squeeze into the old balloon there. There's not there's not exactly a lot of room. You you're either you're either got one foot on the pitch or you've got your your head in that sort of parachute balloon. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> actually, at one at one end, there's like a mezzanine 
level and there is a, a very small uh cutsamo, a very small stand there which i think is like the vip section and then the other side of that is it's basically like a, a gym up there i think i posted a picture a few years ago of me sitting yeah. on an exercise bike watching one of these games <laughs> Quality. and and i know i'm i'm sure the other day, I mean, when I was watching the game the other day, I saw my friends Billy and Jules up there at the front of the of the mezzanine making noise. But I'm sure there was someone sitting on like a on a on a workout machine because I saw as as we had a shot and just missed. He he sort of threw his arms back up in the air and his legs went up in the air. And I'm sure he was sitting on some machine piece of we're... work equipment. <laughs> well, no no injuries were reported, so I'm sure I'm yeah. sure he did all right then. Um, but this, yeah, this... As, you, as you say, mate, it does it does bode well for the upcoming season. It's good to see some crowds already. So yeah, yeah, fingers fingers crossed. And and that group's a lot more evenly spread out. So all the teams in Group B have played twice, um, and 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 evenly spread out also in that that most of them have picked up a win, um, and they're all, they're there's. Th- Four teams sitting on three points. You've got Olu at the top who have won and drawn, and you've got Ilves at the bottom who've lost and drawn. But otherwise, it's all very, very tightly packed there. So not really, not really much to say about who might be uh, might be qualifying just yet. Um, so all all the teams have got three more three more games to uh, to play there still. Yeah, plenty plenty of football to be played before the uh, before anyone lifts the cup. But yeah, we're keeping an eye on that. Yeah, and talk, you, you said about crowds, uh, you know, hoping for crowds coming this year. It looks like AC Olu uh, are hoping for some bigger crowds in the in the not-too-distant future. Yes, mate. Yeah, there's some bit of exciting news coming out of Olu. The, um, yeah, there's, uh, there's, uh, they've got plans for a new stadium. It's the Hainapar Football Stadium, and um, the, uh, the plan has been approved by Olu City Council. So it's one one step forward for um for getting that purpose built football stadium for uh, AC Oldham built. Um, it says here if the uh, if the if the project goes to plan, they'll be they plan to be playing football in the new stadium in the summer of 2024. So um so yeah, you know the uh, the rubber stamp from the council, and I suppose if that's going to be if they want to be in there by that time, the old construction will start soon. It looks very tidy. I mean, I know it's only a, a sort of computer generated image but it looks very tidy on there and I've, I've put this in the in the blog post as well so wherever you're listening or watching just have a look down you'll find the link to the blog post it any does. idea I mean, on the um, capacity uh not off the top of my head mate but like you say it does look like a nice sort of it's um from the cgi that we've seen it's like a, a nice sort of tight english style football ground um yeah i mean the the, the ground they plan at the moment is one of these municipal Mm. multi-sport arenas which um you know quite a few football clubs in in Finland tend to play in with a big old running track and the old uh you know the long jump and the shot put and bloody discus grass and all that it's, it's got a lot in it but um but yeah you know this 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 new ground it looks it looks nice and compact yeah some uh some seats and that nice and close to the pitch so um so yeah, they, uh, let's let's hope that, that that gets going and and we, and we see that open on time. It looks like um, a lot of these newer newer build stadiums, like it's got one bigger main stand yeah. and three sort of smaller connected stands, a little bit like Asikor, a little bit like 
like the Wimbledon ground back over in the UK that I, I was at yep. just at last Christmas again. And um, But Lady Sutu would have issues with this having open corners. She doesn't like a stadium with open corners. In fact, she thinks it's not a stadium if it's got open corners. It's a controversial yeah. view. Mm. I, I don't strictly agree, but I, I think we're not going to tell her that. <laughs> well, I, I, I do tell her I disagree sometimes, but not always. Oh, and it go. turns out brave, I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good luck no, to honestly, AC Olu with that because that looks that looks nice, and yeah. uh, it, it, maybe we'll encourage That's... a few more people to travel up there as well. It's uh, if you've got somewhere good to watch the game, it's, it makes the whole the whole day out a bit bit more worthwhile. Yeah, these 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 you know slightly smaller, maybe smaller capacity, but tighter grounds. Honestly, I think it makes for a much better experience, a better fan experience. I think the players must will probably prefer playing in a purpose-built football stadium. So yeah, watch this space. We'll keep an eye on um, AC Oulu's stadium progress and and keep on reporting on that. Hopefully. Yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely. Let's let's move on from. Um... From the the results and the action in the Liga Cup, and to talk about the, well, the the recent transfers. There's there's been a feeling in our in our Finnish football show WhatsApp group that everyone's leaving. Um, is it as bad as that, or are some of them actually coming back as well? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's there's been a few a few people return as well, but um, but yeah, uh, our um, our mate Ali, he's had he's had, he's been a bit upset seeing a. Seen a few people leave Hoi Core, but um, but you know from from my own from my own point of view, I know you know we want we want to see decent players in in the Finnish top flight, but when you're talking about young Finns, you know getting their chance to go abroad um, and try themselves out in a in possibly stronger leagues, I am um, I'm all for it, mate. You know, um, obviously we want as I said we want decent players in the Bakers Liga, we want to see great football. But if Finnish clubs can, can get a little fee for some of these players and, and the players get to go and, and test themselves out in, in Poland or Norway or, you know, Sweden or wherever it may be, um, or Italy, there's been quite an exodus to Italy of, mm-hmm. of, of young Finns as well. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm all for it, mate. If, they, if that's going to help their development and ultimately help grow the game and grow the, the national team, then, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm right behind it. Any any particular ones that have that have sort of stood out to you so far as being being particularly good moves or particularly surprising moves? Well, yeah, I mean, if you speak about good moves, um, you know, uh, Artur Hoskonen, who's um, who's left Hoyiko and, and signed for um, signed for Krakowia in um, in Poland. There, he uh, he's he's made that move, and it will link up with Benjamin Chowman, who's who's been at Krakowia for. For a little while now, but um, obviously, you know, Polish league. There's there's one or two Finns playing in that league now. We um, we've seen Robert Ivanov develop his game over there, and uh, and I think that's I think that's a, a decent move for for Ardu. I mean, he's 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 25, so um, it's 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 the sort of in my opinion, it's the right time to make the move if you're going to step up. You know, he's 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 sort of broken into the. Um, into the national team setup, he's had, he had, you know, we'll move on to talk about those those Portugal friendlies, but he's had a little sniff of that. He um, he played well in in Hoyikor's European games this um, this past season, and uh, and yeah, I think honestly think that that's a that's a decent move for him, mate. Yeah, um, 
there's players going to the Finnish players going to like stepping up to to stronger leagues. Something you mentioned Poland. There's a few gone to um, Norway as well, and yep. and uh, Sweden too. So it's I don't know. I, I I think it's I think it's good. And like we we talked last time about Daniel Hawkins going to, from Saniyoki to Yerv in Norway, yep. and he's apparently just moved on again already which is interesting for for was it about four well it was four million kroner i haven't looked at the exchange rate lately i don't know if that's like three hundred and fifty thousand euros or something like that so yeah he's signed he's 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 he stayed in norway he's signed for um valarenga Valarenga. yeah Yeah. thank you mark yeah (laughs) valarenga but um yes (laughs) He's uh, he's signed for them. Yeah, it looks like looks like a decent move. They they've signed a couple of players actually um, this this week. And yeah, Daniel Hawkins has been has been one of them. Um, you know, he, uh, he he signed for Jerv. I'm I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure if he set the world on fire there. But but yeah, well, they they um, bought him after loaning him, so they knew what they were getting. Yeah. Which is what, what, yeah. why I find it interesting that after a couple of months of signing permanently, he's gone elsewhere. But well, you know, you, you you don't know what's behind it. I mean, Valorenga Valorenga could have been scouting him all that time and, mm. and have just made the made the move and and jerk, you know offered money to Jerv that they couldn't turn down. You don't know how it's worked out, do you? But but yeah, you know, Hawkins stays in stays in Norway and um, yeah, let's just hope he gets he gets some minutes and we can show us what he's all about. So we're not worried about. Uh, uh... An exodus of players because it just gives you more fins overseas to talk about. Pretty much, mate. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> you know I like to keep an eye on that. So, um, oh, so tell, yeah, tell uh, everyone how how do you keep an eye on that? It never fails to amaze me the the volume of posts that come through on that Instagram page, um, and well, it's it's all good stuff. So you know you know um, I've I've packed in my day job to devote my <laughs> my full time employment to the Finnish football. <laughs> I think you must have, yeah. Yeah. No, are you? Are uh, you just? No. Are you following individuals? Are you following clubs that people move to? Or yeah, a bit of both, you know. Just uh, I've got my sources, mate. Don't oh right, okay. That. So sorry, am I asking you to give away your trade secrets? I don't want to lose your listeners because well, well, nobody, nobody else out there can be bothered to do the work you do. I'm sure. Well, there you go. But I mean, yeah, when we're talking about talking about other players who have, who have signed for clubs recently, I mean, um, Sakula Tupa. He's um, he's stayed in Sweden, but he's um, he's joined Kalmar. So um, again, uh, uh, he'll be linking up with another thing. Simon Scrab is already there in, in Kalmar. So um, yeah, Ulla Tupa. He's, this is his third club in Sweden, I believe. He was at Oi, it was at AIK. Um, yeah, and then he was at uh, Sundvall, and he's joined. Um, yeah, he's joined Kalmar now. So um, good luck to him. Um, who else have we got who's moved recently? Freddie Jensen, he signed a contract extension with FC Augsburg in Germany. So, yeah, not one who's moved, but he's um, he's uh, he's done enough to, to earn a contract extension there. A uh, player who has moved to Germany is Jere Uronen. So mm-hmm. he's um, he's left France and, uh, and made his way over to uh, made his way over to Germany. He's signed for Schalke. Um, yeah, languishing at the bottom of the league. But um, I think we said this. Strike. We said this last time that they're a massive club. 
Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but they're a hopeless team. And they just can't seem to get their act together. That's right. They've been struggling recently. But um, but he's yeah, he's sort of slotted straight into the team and um and they've yeah, they've they've kept a couple of clean sheets since he's been there. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Um, who else we got? Carl Johan Eriksson, Sako Eriksson. Yes. He's um yeah, it was uh, yeah, a weird one because he, he came into Dundee United in Scotland. Obviously, Ilmar Niskanen's there in Dundee United as well. Um, Sako Eriksson, who had that fantastic run of clean sheets when he was uh, Mjallabik in Sweden, um, you know, almost broke the, uh, the record for the amount of minutes with um, clean sheet minutes in the Allsvenskan. Um, I think it was something like 11 minutes away from breaking that old record. Um, but yeah, he, he, he was doing fantastic there. Um, signed for Dundee United. He, um, you know, he, he sort of knew he was going there and had to, had to prove himself and earn the jersey. Had a couple of games. You know, um, I think he was on a bit of a raw end of a, of a thrashing from Celtic, from, from memory. But, you know, who isn't? Yeah, not there. the first, and, not the um, last. No, exactly that. And then he chipped in with some, with some clean sheets and, uh, and then sort of lost his place again. And... and I'm not even sure he's he understands what sort of what sort of went went wrong there. I mean, um, this move is only a loan, right? Okay. So, um, so he's joined he's joined um, he's joined Danish side Nordjylland. Nur, how do you say that one, Mark? Nordjylland, <laughs> I think it is something something oh, like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, well, they I, I, they they they're they're a decent. They're, I think they're a small club, but they're a successful yeah. club in recent years. They're they're making that they seem to make their way into European competitions, which is where I've heard Nordjylland yeah. name mentioned. Yeah. So yeah, Saka's uh, joined them on, on loan to the end of the season. And um, yeah, he's, he's he's had a couple of minutes, had a couple of minutes already in the, in some of their sort of friendlies. And listener, and, uh, you should you should rest assured, Keke has been making eyes at Saku already, uh, but he's not quite yet not you're not quite committed to uh, come on the show yet and join the list of Finnish Finnish goalkeepers that Keke is interviewed. That's but, it, yeah. But he, he'll, he'll, Keke will keep going. showing a bit of leg, and we'll get him there eventually. Yeah, we're, we're you know we'll we'll keep on and we'll keep on knocking on doors, see if we can get Saku to come and talk to us at some point but um but yeah he needs to needs to get his head down in uh, in Denmark for the minute and um is it Denmark or Norway God. but um yeah he needs Denmark he needs to get his head down there and uh, and, and get some minutes under his belt first but um yeah who else has been moving around let's have a look at it oh one who's left New Zealand is uh is Oliver Antman he's yes. um so he's 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 left those guys and he's signed for uh, Groningen in um, in in Holland and uh, come straight into the side made his made his debut as a uh, as a substitute and and rescued a point for him in a one one draw with an absolute banger of a goal so um, he's on he's, fire uh, at the he, moment isn't he Yeah yeah so he obviously he's had those he had those that national team goal and um, he's been playing really well. And yeah, so you know, caught the eye of, of Groningen. They're um, can't remember how many games, how many games old the Dutch season is, but um, they're sort of they need they need some firepower because they're they're sort of they're languishing at the at the wrong end of the table. But yeah, he's gone there as I say, scored on his scored on his debut, and um, yeah, let's uh, let's hope that that's a good move for him. Obviously, Dutch league is a, is another step another step up for him. So um, yeah, you know, but that seems like a nice. That seems like a 
not i mean quite quick progress but he's that that would that would seem to be a good a good rung up up the ladder really wouldn't it from from there so yeah i mean um another guy who scored on his competitive debut for a new club is um is Khan Kairanen. Um, he signed for Sparta Prague in, in Czech Republic. Um, I think that that was that was a little while ago now. He's been there, he's been there a good few weeks, but um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're sort of he played his first uh, competitive game at the weekend and um, scored an absolute belter after about six minutes and then um, assisted a second one. So um, yeah, I think they ran out, was it 4 1, 4 2 winners or something like that? Yeah, um, I could check. It was uh, yeah four one victory. So um, yeah, so he scored one and made one. So yeah, Khan then doing good things in um, in uh, Czech Republic there. Tim Spar at the same club. He's um, he's moved on from the I think he was under eighteen coach or or, or working with some youngsters over there anyway. He's had um, a year or so in that job. He's moved on and he's now B team coach. So um, yeah, he's progressing progressing up the ladder as well. So it's all happening, mate. Yeah, let's give let's give Spav four or five years, and he'll be ready to take over from River when River's ready to retire. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be <laughs> nice. Would, you know, some co- continuity there, wouldn't it? Yeah, but um, you know, sorry, mate, I went, I went a bit off topic there. We were supposed to be talking about the Bakehouse League, and um, no, people... no, no, no. I said, I, I, I said to you about you know, it gives you more more fins overseas. I think it's, I think it's, it's good that that the two the two things are connected. If fins are leaving Finland, then they're going overseas, and that that Instagram page that you that you manage for us is is the place where people can keep you know keep on top of all of those transfers i'm just looking at the little screenshot with the first half a dozen pictures there and uh, uh paulus arayuri's come back to yeah. to finland or That's or a... maybe he's been he was back last year at hoyiko but he's uh, he's resigned but he's, but he's certainly come back to finland because if you um, if you do follow him on social media or you can even tell by the picture we posted with his suntan. He's yeah. um, he's been all over. He's been all over the place, mate. He's, I'm guessing um, he's been wintering at his at his home back in Paphos, where he was playing in Cyprus up until yeah. a year or so until last year. So, well, uh, I, I'm I'm not hundred percent sure of any of the locations, but he's definitely been on some beaches. I can right. tell you that. <laughs> You've been seeing him in his budgie smugglers on the beach. Not, not quite, but yeah, you know, he's 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 definitely been on the beach. But yeah, he's he's come back to um, to Finland, and he won't be playing in the Vegas League. though. he's signed for um, Boy FK, who uh, who are now flying their trade in Utkanen. So I mean, that is that is absolutely huge. Paulus Arayuri playing in um, in Utkanen is, I mean, it's fantastic for that division. You know what I mean? It'll, yes. It'll get so hopefully get some bums on seats and um, get some people paying some paying some ticket money through the through the turnstiles for Uken and clubs. And yeah, it's a, it's an absolute, absolute belter of a signing for Hoy Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So again, it's time for us to, to try and fill the coffers, the Finnish football show coffers a little bit by, by showing you some of the merch. If you're, if you're watching the video for this, then Keke is wearing the blue Finnish football show, five aside team there with all our names on the front of the shirt um, and you see that on the on the screen here as well. Um, what about? Let's have a look. These, these are these are still last year's 
designs because I'm just too busy to make new ones. I'm very sorry. But you can see here the the AC Olu design. Nice. Um yeah, I, I think I think it's nice. The colours there based on the AC Olu badge rather than their navy blue kit, but it's kind of petrol, petrol blue logo that says Olu and yep. AC there as well. That's uh Prices are controlled by T Public. We get a little cut from each one, but uh, keep your eyes on there because we're often seeing little uh, little discounts coming through. Um, some sometimes as as much as sort of well at the moment it's priced at twenty five euros. Sometimes you get one for sort of twelve thirteen euros. So if you're if you're lucky, and uh, I'll try and do something about these designs as soon as I possibly can but there's hoodies and phone cases and uh, tote bags as well as a variety of different shapes of t-shirt as well so anything that you uh, whatever you fancy you can probably get our design put on it yeah there we go and i have to say they you know they, they come out they come out really nice I'm, as you said mate i've got the old uh Oh, five-a-side team one on. Look at that. Yeah, right? no, it's true. And they, they wash and the and the print stays and the and the shirt itself yeah, holds decent. its hold its shape. Yeah, it is it is decent. If you don't want to wear finished football show merch, then you could always just What's give wrong us with a little, that's my well, it's that that's that part. But if you <laughs> if you are clearly so unstylish that you don't want to wear one of these t-shirts, then maybe you could just Give us a little tip with our uh, buy me a coffee uh, profile. We've had some good, some good donations in the in the past from different people at different times. It's all gratefully received and goes towards the the running costs of this. Uh, we enjoy making this, but it does have a bit of a cost. So any anything you can do to help us would be uh, gratefully received. And that's the end of the ads. Keki, let's crack on for the second yeah, half. And let's talk about these these training camp and the two friendlies in in Portugal uh, last yes. month in January. Um, two fixtures. Firstly, uh, Sweden versus Finland, and then Finland versus Estonia. How did it go? Um, Results-wise, not fantastic, to be honest. I mean... Um... Two of our two of our closest neighbours geographically, and um, and yeah, they uh, we got toned over by both of them. First game against Sweden, we went down two nil, and mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, a couple of days later, Estonia rolled us over one nil. So um, not fantastic results on paper, but as you say, it was these warm weather training camps. Um, I think we 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 touched on the touched on the squad in the in the last episode. But there was an awful lot of new faces. Um, a lot of guys handed out debuts, um, you know. And 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 I think I think River would have would have just used it to sort of show some of these younger guys what it was like to be in and around the international fold, be in and around the senior squad. But um, but yeah, there was uh, there was a lot of new faces. Um, and uh, yeah, the results went the way they did. I mean, I'm not sure. Apart from apart from that, giving these young boys the experience of um, of you know stepping up to that sort of that that men's A national team 
side squad, starting 11. I'm not sure of what else River could have taken away from it, really. But, um, but yeah, apart from a bit of sunshine on their backs. But, you know, it's always, I guess for the lads, it's always nice for them to get together, put the, put the shirt on. But, um, yeah, I, you know. In the in the Sweden game, we saw we saw some sort of new faces like Lukas Bergström starting yeah. in goal, Artu Hoskonen, uh, Santari Vannanen, Aigon uh, yeah. Sudiku, um, Nilo Mampa, uh, Kai Meri, Meri Lotto. Yeah, so yep. you know that's, that's more Galvez. than half the team. Yeah. Yes, as well. Sorry, young, yes, young well. Thomas Galvez. You know. Um, so yeah, it was it was a, a very young side. Uh, I mean, you had some experience in there as well. You know, um, Richard Jensen, Robert Ivanov at the back, um, Perusori on the wing. So uh, there was there was a little bit of experience there. But but yeah, I mean, it was what was it? It was uh, it was one nil right until the end, wasn't it? They scored right. Yeah, they scored in, yeah. in about you know the last kick of the game, three minutes over ninety. Um, but yeah, you know, it sort of it, it is what it is. It, it, it was a it was a training game. You know, we've 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 come out on the, on the end of a of a two 0 loss. But yeah, it was uh, you know it was nothing to nothing to you know cry too much about. I don't think. No, and then in the in the Estonia game, I mean, really, I mean, got a game. Saku yeah. Ulatupa, um, who you mentioned earlier, Jaakko Oksanen, Matti Peltola, Robin Tihi. Uh, Anthony Olusanya, um, Villakoski, Noah Pallas. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of new names in there, and I guess yeah, it's young, also young, young, them... young, young guys as well. Yeah, exactly. So maybe maybe some names to keep an eye out for in the Vakehouse Liga, or or you know playing for their for their teams overseas as well, and see if they mm. can push their way into the team. We've been talking about this gradual. Um, evolution of the the hooky had a lot of the the more senior players have stepped away in the last 18 months or so so there's there's progression for these and maybe just to show the show these kids that they've got they've got a chance yeah i mean the the uh the estonia game obviously one nil to estonia but um it, it was it, it was a slightly better game for finland i mean diogo thomas had a decent game yeah. Uh, um, in in defence there and and Robin yeah, Tihi that's worth also. mentioning as well because he's only come into the squad recently, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, and 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 Robin Tihi he, he had a he had an half decent game. Noel Palace played well on the wing there, um, and you had the experience of Rasmus Schuller who, who captained the side in in, in the centre midfield there. But um, but yeah, there there was some there was some there was some decent performances in in that game and. Um, yeah, you know, it gives. I suppose it 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 gives River a chance to to see who's ready to step up into a squad, and um, and and who needs a little bit more time with the uh, with the under twenty ones. And it, it kind of brings us on to the the um, Euro uh, the the Euro <laughs> Euro twenty twenty four qualifiers. Um, yes, mate. And the reason I'm stumbling is because I haven't written it on my in my notes what competition it is, but I do know. Yeah. Um, and and that starts in in late March, so it's only about six weeks' time now. Yeah. These competitive games. Um, obviously, it's it's still winter over here. Um, so the first Finland's first two games are away. They're playing Denmark on Thursday, the twenty third of March. 
and Northern Ireland on Sunday, the 26th of March. Have you got yeah, your tickets? I mean, um, yeah, tickets to Northern Ireland are sorted. Very um, good. I, I, won't, I won't be making it to Parkham for the Denmark game, but um, but yeah, obviously I, I know a few people who are going over mm. there. But um, but yeah, there's uh, I'm, I'm heading to Belfast, second time over there to see Finland. So um, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be going to Belfast, meeting all the guys over there. And um, nice. yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Can't wait to report back from uh, from sunny Belfast. But, and um, what what do I we think? I mean, obviously the squad will be will be dramatically different from the yeah, um, yeah. from this training camp. But any any thoughts on who might be on their way into this into this squad? Anyone to look out? Yeah, for? I mean, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be vastly different, isn't it? I mean, um, I think as I said, you know, Diogo Thomas had a good game. He's he's been in and around squads prior to that training camp. I think mm-hmm. he could. He could hang on to a place. Um, yeah, from 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 the guys, from the young guys that, that have come in. I mean, um, I'm not sure you'll see too many of them. I think yeah, it, it'd be nice to see Sawyer hang on to a place. He's mm-hmm. he's not made he's not made some of the uh, some of the competitive squads recently. So it'd be nice for for Pudu to to hang on to his place. Um, but yeah, I think you know we'll see we'll see a much more settled squad selection. I believe, mate. <clears throat> Yeah, and and just as a as a reminder um, for the listener, Finland's Finland's group is Denmark, Finland, Northern Ireland, Slovenia, Kazakhstan again, and San Marino. Um, and we we previewed it in the in the January uh, yeah. episode, but the feeling is we're the we're the second seed in that group behind Denmark, and we should be. I mean, at, at least to finish second. I would say so, I'm mate. Progressing. I mean, um, I'm progressing from that. Yeah, that that's got to be the aim, you know. I mean, um, obviously, dramatic circumstances when we played uh, Denmark back at Euro 2020, but um, but yeah, we've shown that we can we can beat them as well. So so yeah, it's a uh, it's it's we've got to be we've got to be looking at at least second out of that group, I believe, mate. Yeah, I I think so. I'd be I'd be disappointed if we're not if we're not doing, you know, at least at least getting out of this group and and qualifying seems. Is it is it? I I can't remember now from from last time. Is it as straightforward as coming second and qualifying, or is there some kind of complicated way where it's based on points or goals or all that business? No, um, the first two qualify. Right. Okay. So. It's, it's doable, and this is. Yeah. I think. I think being second seeds and looking at the teams, the other teams there, and thinking we can beat them, is a consequence of a few years of Nations League and showing yeah. we can compete against these better, better teams, and and getting to the Euros. Okay, you know the World Cup qualifiers last year didn't didn't quite pan out, but you know, keep go, we go again. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean. Um... We we spoke at length about the Nations League, the, the, the previous um, the previous issue of the Nations League when we when that was ongoing, and um, I mean it didn't while while we were in the middle of that campaign, it didn't feel very awe inspiring. But by mm. the end of it, you know, by the end of it, we we'd stayed in our division, we'd dispatched a couple of teams, we've got some half decent results. So yeah, I do think we are mm. we are. You know, there were some massive steps forward in in the previous years, but mm. we are still, I think, we are still going in the right direction. You know, maybe the progress has 
a slowed attach, but I still think we're heading in the right direction. And a while refreshing the squad, like we like Indeed. we said. So it's 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 not to be sniffed at. And the next Nations League, which is what twenty twenty four, there's some big teams dropping down from that top league. Like for example, England yeah. got relegated. That's it. So that would be that would be tasty, wouldn't it? Finland and England are the same group. That would be nice. Yeah, in be June. Fantastic. Yeah, that's the oh, one we're hoping for. Have some of that. <laughs> and let's not count our chickens. Let's get let's get these uh, these Euro that's qualifiers. It, yeah. Plenty, plenty played. to look at before. Then. Plenty to look at. Um, so yeah, and I think what you said that that first game, Denmark away in the Parken Stadium, probably be quite a special atmosphere there. Yeah, especially if Ericsson plays as well, just bringing the whole thing back to Box where circle, we were two yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Thursday 23rd, 9.45pm 9, finish time, and then Sunday 26th, 9.45pm finish time again, I guess. Um, haven't made a note here where the games are being shown. I, I, I'm guessing they're on Ule now, though, are they, KK? Yeah, I, I think they've got all the rights at the moment. So, yeah, you'll, you'll catch them on Ule. Jolly good. And into our final section. Feels like we've been we've been ripping through this. This is a tight yeah. show without all those others <laughs> sprapping on and take, filling filling up the filling up their headphones with with their words. Um, we we got this we got this covered this week. Um, Helmerit, the the Finnish Ooh. women's national team. Um, we got a few a few things to to cover for the for the Helmerit. Um, first of all is the the Cyprus Cup. Um, coming yes. up in oh, actually starting actually next week. So this yeah. is good timing. Right um, on the button, yeah, yeah. So, um, can you just give people a little reminder? What is the Cyprus Cup? So, Cyprus Cup is is a bit more than a training camp. It's a um, it's a yeah competitive games, but it's um, it's a chance for for a select. Select few teams are invited to participate. Finland uh, Helmer have played it a couple of times, I think. And um, and yeah, it's a yeah, as I say, competitive games, a, a chance to stretch the legs and um, and and get some get some minutes under your belt. But um, who is it uh, organised by, Kicker? Cyprus, I suppose. Yeah, but but they're not playing, are they? Like it's it's not like uh, Cyprus have invited some teams over to play against them. It's it's Croatia, yeah. Hungary, Romania, and Finland. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> who okay. knows? Sorry, but, I didn't um, mean to put you on the spot. I just it just uh, it occurred to me. I I don't yeah. know the answers to these things, so I assume that <laughs> others more knowledgeable than me do. Sorry. Well, that's that's when we need Rich because he does seem to know. Yeah, he does. He's he's the he's the geeky one with all the all the the facts at his fingertips. It had just rolled it off. Well, yeah. actually, but um, <laughs> yeah, as as you. As you say, mate, um, we're going to be playing Croatia, Hungary, and Romania, uh, all in the space of what six days, I think it is. Mm. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's um, yeah, it's something to look forward to. I'll, I'll be tuning in for sure. But there's um, similarly with the with the hockey app, there's there's a uh, quite a few new uh, new young names that have made their way into the um, Helmut squad. Who who are you? Who would you like to pick out from that? From that group of people to to look out for. Well, there's there's um, Emi Sirren who's playing in cups. Um, 
she's made her way into the squad. I mean, there's uh, there's obviously some some regular names that mm. we're um, we're all familiar with. But yeah, I mean, um, you've also you've also got uh, Emma Emma Pelkorinen, who's now playing in Sweden. Um, Katarina Kosala, who's also playing in, in the same club in Örebro there. Um, Vilma Koivista, she steps up. She's been playing um, playing for the, the younger sides, but she steps up to the, the full helmet squad. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so you've you've got them. Kaiser Collin makes her way back into the squad. She's she's been in and around the uh, the helmet squad uh, for a few years, but she sort of dropped out of it for for last year's Euro, um, which I'm sure she was disappointed disappointed with. But she um, she comes back. Um, one one omission that really did stick out for me was um, Amanda Rantanen. She's she's not made it to this squad, um, which is uh, bizarre if you ask me. I mean, she 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 did suffer a wrist injury a little while ago, but um, but she's recovered from that. She scored scored quite a few goals for for Orebo in Sweden there last season, but um, they she's actually moved now. She's um, She's she's joined Linköpings, so okay. um, still still in the Damalsvenskan in, in Sweden. But yeah, she she's had two two sort of training games with those guys and um, and already found the net once. So um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a strange one not seeing her name on on the squad list. Yeah, and these these games, as we say, Thursday sixteenth, Sunday nineteenth, and Wednesday twenty second of Feb. Um, so about a week after you'll be hearing or watching this show and they're all uh, available to watch live on Ule Arena so if you're in mm-hmm. Finland it's easy and if you're not get your VPN switched on that's it but um, um, but yeah I mean it's uh, there's 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 been a I'll just quickly sorry mate there's been mm-hmm. there's been a few um, a few movers and shakers in 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 Helmerit's ranks as well right okay I mean, yeah go for it I mentioned Amanda Rantanen who's um Who's who's moved clubs there? Um, but Ellie Pickle Yamsa, she's she's now playing her football in America. She's all, she was also at KIF Urban. and she's now joined Racing Louisville in in the USA. So um, there's a lot of so, yeah. these players at Orebro. Looking through yeah, the yeah. the list, there's a couple that have left, and there's still a good few that are, that are there. No, that's it. Yeah, it seems to be a bit of a destination for. Um, for the Finns to go to go over there and, uh, and and check themselves out, but but yeah, as I say, uh, Ellie Pickle Yamsa, she was brilliant for Oliver, and she's she's now signed for Racing Louisville. Um, who else have we got? Yeah, that's the that's the oh, as I said, Kaiser Collins, she's come back into the squad. She was uh, um she was at AIK, and she's now at Eskilstuna United in Sweden. So, I just um, read. I just yeah. read that name, and I thought that looks like a mouthful, and I've no idea what yeah. what country that's oh, in. Yeah. So, um, and then you've got uh, Yenu Danielson. She's been at Glasgow Rangers now mm-hmm. for a little while. She was also at AIK. She signed for Rangers a couple of months ago, and um, she's been doing really well. She's she's been chipping in with goals and assists. Um, yeah. So she's she's uh, absolutely loving life in Glasgow. I, I think so. It's nice to see her in the squad. And um, if you cast your mind back to to when I had a few words of her after the Denmark mm-hmm. game in in last year's Euros, you know she she mentioned that she was uh, she was really hungry for more minutes. So hopefully we can see a bit of her on the pitch for Helmerick. Yes, and and 
you mentioned um, last year's Euros and and there's a little bit of news about the next Women's Euro competition. This is Women's Euro 2025 and some news came through that the um, the four Nordic countries are gonna are gonna put in a joint bid for the to host the Women's Euros and like a fool I thought I had all your notes to hand but I'm just going to find them because there were a few interesting points in that um in that info that you sent out so basically this is the the, the four Finnish uh, the four Nor- Nordic countries Finland yep. Sweden Denmark Norway putting in a joint bid to host the the women's euro 2025 um with four uh, two stadiums in each country so in Finland yep. it will be um, Helsinki and Tampere, um, with the final being held in the 50,000 capacity um, stadium in Stockholm. Yep, Friends um, Arena. Yes, and um, the, the, there was one... Yeah, now I now I can't remember what the what the other point was that I wanted. Oh well, maybe the eight eight hundred thousand tickets will be sold now. But this yeah. this I mean this obviously is a bid. It hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, do you know who else they're they're going up against in this bidding process? Yeah, there's. Um, I, I did have a look at it, mate. I think um, I think Poland were one who were looking at it. Um, Obviously, the obviously England have just hosted it, so so they they're ruled out. But yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure Poland was one of them. But um, but this this bid actually looks really really strong. You know, the fact that the four Nordic countries have chosen to get together and um, and submit this joint bid is um, it it looks really fantastic. And the um, you know, in that in that little snippet, that little press release, each each of the each country, the the governments are right behind this. They're, yes, they're um, they they put a bit of weight behind it. They're they're committed to delivering the um, the best women's football tournament that they uh, that Europe has certainly ever seen. And and you know, from my point of view, the um, the Nordic countries have been at the forefront of the women's game for, for quite a while. So you know, I think it'd be um, It'd be the only right that they're that they're rewarded with the obviously I'm biased, but it'd be only right that they were rewarded with the chance to to host a host you know the um the four of them host it yes. together. So yeah, I think the decision will be made on the fourth of April, is it? Right. Yeah. Okay. So we haven't got too long to wait. A couple of months now. No, that's it, and we'll we'll know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm reading here the games will be played in Copenhagen and Odense in Denmark, Helsinki and Tampere. Yep. Oslo and Trondheim, Stockholm and Gothenburg. So each country seems to be spreading it out a bit as well, which is, which is good. It would be, uh, it'd be handy to have some games in, in Tampere. Of course, you know, Finland would need to still qualify. I guess you're not going to have four host nations guaranteed a, a place, but still, any any international football coming nearby would be, uh, would be nice. That's it, mate. That's it. And you know, it's um, it's nice that they they got those those uh, eight cities and it, it gives the chance for, for the, the locals to get along and and gives um, gives people who, who want to follow their team a chance to go and see some of those wonderful cities so yeah fingers crossed for that yes very good and let's let's wrap this show up KK with a slightly less positive 
story. There's there's lots of wringing of hands and and people talking about this already. But as we're talking women's football, there's a story recently that that Saudi Arabia um, is it visit the tourism board visit Saudi tourism Arabia board. is going to yes. sponsor the women's World Cup. Um, I didn't know that Saudi Arabia had a tourism industry to start <laughs> would be my first comment. Um, but I mean, I don't know that we, we necessarily add anything new to what's been said, but the fact that a country with, with the women's, the women's rights record of Saudi Arabia sponsoring a women's sporting event is dubious to start with in this era of sports washing, that would seem to be another, another glaring example. Yeah, I mean, sports washing is exactly the phrase, mate. I mean, um, the fact that the fact that um, that World Cup is due to take place in Australia and New Zealand, mm -hmm. I believe. I mean, um, a country as progressive and forward-thinking as New Zealand, with who's had, uh, you know, um, I mean, their 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 wonderful Prime Minister Jacinda's just um, announced her resignation, I believe, mm -hmm. but she. That that country has been led by, you know, a, a a strong woman for the last few years, and, and then to 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 find out that yeah, the um, people or whoever it is have um, have said yeah, why don't the tourism board of Saudi Arabia get get to put their mitts all over this? Mm -hmm. Is a bit um mm -hmm. bit of a sickness. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it's actually signed, sealed, and delivered. But yeah, it's um it's a bit of a rumor that's flying about. But you know. Can we I, put a, to sense? <laughs> I put a couple of links in here to some serious, serious journalism, journalism about this. Yeah. So it's not just us two. Which is what you need two. on this subject. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly right. There's a couple of links in the in the blog post if you want to read a bit more. And I, I mean I, a couple of couple of points I would say is there were quite a lot of women Saudi Arabia fans at the World Cup before Christmas. Yep. So women's and and, and 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 the society over there is moving slowly forward, albeit very slowly. Um, and also, Saudi Arabia does have a football heritage. It's not it's not completely out of the blue. I I feel like Saudi Arabia has more of a football heritage, for example, than Qatar. Yeah. Um, because I remember as a kid growing up, and Saudi Arabia were playing at the World Cups. They were playing badly at the World Cups, but they were still getting there, you know. So, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, neither of those points really has has anything to do with the fact that it seems like a a bad fit that this this yeah. this particular attempt at sports washing will surely shrink in the wash. Yeah, I mean, um, should should the Nordic nations be successful in their bid to hold the next Euro? I can't see them allowing Saudi Arabia anywhere near that sort of sponsorship. But, yeah, um, and those are the kind yeah. of noises coming from, from down under as well, isn't it? That people are not exactly impressed by uh, by this decision. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll watch, see. watch this space, dear listener. And I think I think that sounds like Keke's family have had enough of him hogging the microphone, and they they want to get they want to get on the computer. So it seems like yeah. quite a good time to uh, to wrap up. Um, Thanks, do Mike. You, 
do you have any last minute things that you want to drop in before I say goodbye to people? I do, mate. Yes, of I, don't, you do. I don't want us. I don't want us to end on um, on a bit of a miserable one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just just before we go, I just want to say a big paleon on now to you, mate. Oh, our, um, our, I'll edit that out. Own, uh, no, you won't. Our very own producer, Mark, top man. Happy birthday! All right, okay. So, so now, as as you raised it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce this back a little bit to one of our to one of our listeners because this this tickled me, and I think I can I can share this with the uh, with the class. So this this is to our friend Farid, who's who's been a, a fan and a and a supporter of this of this show, who wrote on my um on my Facebook page, Onia gratis, happy birthday, keep it up, Mark. And I, 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 I thought about that. Keep it up. Well, keep keep getting older. I think that's likely to happen. I'll do that for you. Yeah. I'll keep getting older every day, every month, and every year. That's I appreciate it. I appreciate your kind words and and thank you for making me blush, Keke. Nice. All right, listener. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, until the next episode of the Finnish Football Show. It's goodbye from me. Hey, Pop. And it's goodbye from him. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and also on Instagram. See the links in the episode description. You can also connect with the five hosts on Twitter at Explore Finland, at FC Sormi, at Escape to Sormi, at Kekimulari, and at Mano99. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description.